When this boy meets girl, this boy meets world. When this girl meets boy, meets boy, meets Hello class, open up your textbooks to Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World Season 4, Episode 1, Chapter, titled... You can go home again. You can what? <laughs> go. <laughs> I started saying, come home again, but it turned... I turned it around to go. It's you can go home again. We're very exhausted. Earlier when we were talking about this episode, I said Patanga. And, <laughs> no, Ta- and Tanya made fun of me. She's going to do it later. And pre- everybody I pretend can't. like you didn't hear that. Shh. You I didn't, cannot just believe act you surprised. Just said that. Act surprised when she says Patanga. Um, <laughs> but I thought that she was going to, or I was going to be the one that was going to mess things up. And here we go. First word, flow. I don't. <laughs> it was more like co. Uh, so anyway, That's here fair. we are. I'm Alden. I'm Tanya. I'm the boy. I'm the girl. And Who we... are you? <laughs> 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 what is he? <laughs> this is a bad, bad start. Um. We have a special guest this week. Uh, this is very, very big for me. You guys might not know who he is, but... There's a good chance of that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's at least one person who might know who you are. That's true. It's me. It's your wife. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> when I talk about all the time, because I don't know how to not say things like this, well, I used to do a video game podcast, Dan is the guy that... I did these podcasts with, and I love him very much, and he's the, one of the funniest people I've ever known, and doing a podcast with him is a joy, but doing a video game podcast every week is, is a chore, <laughs> so yeah. um, we haven't done a podcast together in what, a, year? a year and a half. Yeah, it's been a long time, man. Good God. I can't believe Anyway. This. Dan Rodriguez, he is also on Season Gaming. Uh, something just fell in his house. <laughs> Apparently. Um, and uh, uh, their BitCast that they do every week. Dan, tell the people who you are, a little bit about yourself, your history with Boy Meets World, and why you're on this show. Okay, so my name's Dan. I uh, do a gaming podcast. We did a game podcast back in the day, Third Wheel Arcade, um, among other ones. And then mm. also... Uh, I do a game podcast called BitCast. Uh, it's on SeasonGaming.com if you want to check it out. But not here to plug that. I have watched exactly one episode of <laughs> Boy Meets World, and it's the one we're going to talk about, thankfully, today. I'm super <laughs> excited about it. Um, I have no you know, frame of reference otherwise. Um, I still have trouble with the names. <laughs> I, I watched it twice. Um Otherwise, I'm just sitting here in Kansas, relaxing. Alden asked me to come on, watch this show. I'm excited to do it. I don't know what's going to happen, but we're going to find out together. We're going to take that journey through the world. <laughs> I, I really, really hope you watch the correct episode. Jill, because me too. Now I'm I, freaking out. Actually, I really hope you watch the wrong episode. Yeah, because no. that would be wonderful. Uh, You'd be like, I don't remember that happening to Patanga. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean... I'm pretty sure I got the right one. Uh, it's something to do with yogurt. Um, that's all I <laughs> yeah, know. Okay, yeah, we're, we're good? good? Okay. We got yogurt going. All right, good. Um, good, good, good. Yeah, w- I just thought it'd be really funny. We've been talking since we started doing the show that we wanted to have somebody on that hadn't seen an episode and kind of go over the episode with them. 
And as luck would have it, my good fan, friend Dan. Your good fan. My good, good friend Dan. Also fan. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, he hasn't seen the show. And I've wanted to talk to him anyway. I've wanted to do a podcast again with him anyway. It's and now work. I get to mix both worlds. Damn right. We, Let's I, do this. I'm going to get his chocolate in my peanut butter. <laughs> Wait, well, man, ben, that, yeah, do you no, want me to leave? Yeah, right. I mean, this is getting a little... <laughs> um so do we want to talk about what we've been up to or anything sure before yes, we go of course because yeah. you were very busy today i built a chicken brooder yeah yeah it was a lot of work and i'm still sweaty and exhausted and i'm gonna say things like patanga and that it is what it is i, I our chickens that we got a few weeks ago are growing exponentially and we're too big for the rubber made tupperware thing that we got to put them in that I thought was going to be good for them until they moved outside. And a weekend we were like, this isn't going to work. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they So we've had them for really a, a week and a half. Yeah. Uh, and they were shipped out when they were a day old. So they are like basically two weeks old and they are flying already and they're not supposed to be yet. And they're large already and they're not supposed to be yet. They're doing really well, which is great, but they were trying to escape from their brooder and stuff. So Alden made an amazing brooder that has a roost in it and everything. And they are so happy. It is like five times larger than what they were living in. So, so wait a minute, chickens fly? Did yeah. I miss something? Yeah. Really? People, people get their wings clipped so they don't fly. Hmm. That sounds like garbage. It sounds like total lies. I mean, <laughs> I'm 45 years old. I've I don't never think heard of a chicken fly. They don't fly fly like a like a like a robin. Oh, okay. But sense. they can fly like to a tree branch or whatever, oh. and then they're done because they're so fat. So you had them in a Tupperware prior to this? I did. Yeah. Man. Well, like a like, like one of the big like sure. storage Totes. bins. I gotcha. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, Pete is Which, not listening. A lot, a, a lot of people do that. Okay. Like they get the big like tote and they make it into a brooder. Our chickens were just not having it, so now they're in this huge thing in the living room. But Alden did amazing. He is not a builder by any stretch of the imagination, right. but like he's he just did it. Like and it was amazing. I'm so proud of him. That's awesome. Yeah. He's not he's not good at stuff, but he did this. Yeah. No, you are. <laughs> I got him a ribbon. And everything. <laughs> that was so nice. Uh, you know, I have, a, I have a quick, interesting chicken story. I worked at a school at one point. One of the teachers, she was in kindergarten. Uh, she had a, I don't know if it's like a small little, I don't know what they call them, like a hatchery, like a box that... Incubator. Incubators. That's it. And, and she got some eggs from like somebody donated. And I went in there. I was like, really? This is, you guys are doing this here? She's like, yeah, I got to come in like every night and make sure that the temperature's right and all this other stuff. And she, then she looks at me and she goes, I'm guessing maybe 30% will make it. I said, does each kid have their own egg? She's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, my oh God. My <laughs> what is going to happen when, you know, old little Lisa over there doesn't have a. She's like, well, you know, it's part of life. I'm like, they're kindergartners. They're kindergartners? Five, yeah, five years old. I guess that's, you know, I guess that's a good time to introduce them to. <laughs> yeah, everyone's got to learn about death at some point. Right. Yeah, Our kids sure. are grown ups and they would be devastated if one of the chickens died. Uh, yeah, I mean, I can't even think about it. I'm just like, oh my God, man. 
But yeah, yeah, we heard we heard a lot about that too. Like when we started doing this, Tanya more so than me. Like she researched it more, and the boys researched it a lot too. And they said like twenty percent die over the course of the first couple weeks, and we haven't had any die, so that's mm. good. That's really good. Because they were shipped, I expected like two dead on the way here, yeah. which is why I ordered two extra for what we were planning to have, and all of them are like thriving. So. It's been it's been a good experience so far. Fantastic. It's fun. And how many do you have, you said? Eight. Eight. And what are you going to do with them this. afterward, though? You should know this You're from getting... living in the treehouse. This is true. <laughs> what do we do with them afterwards? Yeah. like what After it, what? Like, you, you cook them? You're going to eat them, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, you know, they're don't, not pets, They lay they? eggs, Dan. Oh, okay. So I'm thinking you, something We eat eggs. Well, eventually yeah, they, gonna... they get to the point where they're not going to make eggs anymore, right? So... That's what I said, but I will say that that was vetoed immediately. You're going to have an animal for six or seven years that has been loyal to you, giving you food, and then you're just like, uh, you're too old to do this. Let me just kill you and eat you. I would not eat well, peanut mean, butter falcon. Uh, well, not maybe if it was called peanut butter falcon, I mean, but like, well, you like Russ or somebody. Like it doesn't. <laughs> you're not really emotionally attached there. I don't think. But yeah, I don't know. Maybe I would eat them. 100%. I did name one McFly because it looks like it's got like a little vest on. Nice. And because it's a chicken, so I can go. What are you, chicken McFly? Ah. Uh, and uh, I probably wouldn't eat her because McFly. You know, I love Back to the Future. But and then he named one Littlefoot because it has a really long neck. And I don't think he would eat Littlefoot either, because who would eat Littlefoot, the long neck dinosaur? Yeah, you just I need might, to stop naming him. I'm just telling you. Um, you just, that's not happening. Yeah. They all have names. They're, like one and two, you know. <laughs> I think we need to stop chicken talk. What have you been up to, Dan? I have been up to little to nothing uh, during this awesome time of nothing. Uh, basically sitting <laughs> in the house, playing games, uh, sleeping, a lot of that. Uh, I think I gained 15 pounds. Uh, which okay. puts me up there, you know, pretty, pretty hefty at the moment. Um, I'm eating. You like, must have a kid at your house who makes fresh donuts and scones every day. No, I cook all everything, but I do like to go to the store every once in a while. When I do go, you know, I like to make that one trip, so I don't have to go there, you know, several times. I get several quarts of chocolate peanut butter ice cream, like mm. you know, like Haagen Dazs or Baskin mm-hmm. Robbins, whatever, you know, whatever's there. And, uh, as I eat long one, as it's chocolate and peanut butter. Right, yeah. And I eat one of those a night. So okay. that's uh, And I don't exercise at all. So um, Everybody needs a quarantine activity. Right, yeah. I'm just trying to keep myself sane is basically what's happening here. So we'll see. It's rough out there. It's a little bit rough, no, but it's all right. Aubrey, Aubrey has used this, this quarantine time to learn how to bake like for real, for real, and is making like fresh donuts for Tanya oh, and... Um, scones and uh, what else has she made? Just the most amazing cookies. Cakes. She made um, a gluten-free cupcake that was like the best thing I've ever tasted. She made a mousse, chocolate mousse. She made like a coolie to put inside the donuts. But the thing is, this Crepes. is all, all of these things are over the course of like the last three weeks and they've all been eaten. They're that's, gone now. That's good, though. That's what they're there for, man. But she also didn't practice these things and got them perfect the first time. Like, she just made me donuts for Mother's Day, and they were, like, oh. the best donuts I ever had. And I love donuts. I like, those my, are my favorite food. I need to get my kids over here. 
so uh, they can take some lessons. Actually, they make cookies every once in a while. Um, mm. They're in varying states of hardness. Um, so <laughs> sometimes I think my wife actually cut her f- finger or mouth when she tried to eat one one time. <laughs> but like one of them, I mean, but the other ones were good. That was just a rough batch, I think. She's like, I think I cut my lip. I'm like, oh, just don't tell them that. Because I'll never make any more again. I right. Mean, you got to, you know, you got to walk before you can run. So Yeah, you definitely have to be careful not to tell them when it's bad. Like Tanya has to keep telling me that. Like Aubrey's going to make you stuff. Don't be mean. Yeah. Well, I think I'm it's, an honest person. It's important to also like don't tell them when it's bad, but also when it is amazing, make sure that they feel like it was amazing because it's not like a normal thing to just be good at baking something. But definitely probably don't go I cut my mouth on your cookie. Yeah, that's probably a good call. Yeah. Yep. Unless they put razor blades in their cookies. And then they're just waiting for you to tell them, so don't give them that satisfaction. <laughs> yeah, that's not going <laughs> to like, Maybe it will. Why are you know. looking at me like that? My mouth's not bleeding. I'm fine. Yeah, it's so Uh. delicious. (laughs) 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 All right. So we also watch Boy Meets World. Yeah, Yeah, for the first time in like three weeks. Yeah. And for Dan, the first time in his entire life. Yeah. Yeah. Now, to be fair, I've caught, you know, my wife's a huge fan of the show. So she's watched all of them multiple times. um, And I always catch a little bit here and there. And the only real thing I've taken away at this point up until now, until watching the show, and I still hold this belief, is that Corey, I think is that's the main guy, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so he totally outkicked his coverage with Patanga <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> so I mean, that's gonna be, yeah, that, she's that, gonna be Patanga she's now. Be Patanga mm-hmm. from here on out. Yeah. So other than that, completely oblivious to everything. So good. Yeah. Outkicked coverage. Does that just mean that she's too good for him? Yes, yeah. absolutely. Okay, so I think on a scale of like who would be good enough for Topanga like nobody there wouldn't be anybody that's fair that's fair but I mean even what what his friend looks you know even a little bit better than he does I mean you know I'm not here judging (laughs) his friend was the love of every girl's life for 10 years sure he was on lots of magazines I think that was back in the day yeah he was and on my wall (laughs) like 92 93 is that when this started this ep- yeah, it started in ninety two. This episode aired in ninety six. Okay, that makes sense. Season four. Yep. So I was in. <laughs> I, was, I graduated high school in ninety four. That's good. God wow. damn! Isn't that crazy? That's that crazy. is crazy. Crazy. This is nuts. I can't even talk anymore. Our, we're getting so old. Yeah, <laughs> it's craziness. Um. Anyway, we're gonna talk about Boy Meets World. So. So this episode was directed by Jeff McCracken and written by Mark Blutman and Howard Busgang. Dan, you may not know, we colloquially, what do we refer to them as? Butt gang. We refer to them as butt gang. Perfect. Because Perfect. Blood gang or butt gang? Butt gang, okay. because it's funnier. Okay. But. And kind of no sexy. L. It is a little bit sexy. <laughs> I mean, we really just threw it out there one day and we were like, oh wait, no, now they're butt gang. That's fantastic. Have they written a lot of them up to this point? Yes. Yeah, yeah, they're pretty. I think they're um, they're producers on the show too at this point. Ah, mm-hmm. fantastic. So at the end of every episode, it's like produced by Mark Blutman and Howard Busgang. You know, you guys are gonna get them on your show one day, and they're gonna be like, "What did you guys see?" The problem is, is we've kind of made fun of them a lot. Yeah, you did. <laughs> and we're not episode. always fans of their episodes. Mm, they they got fair. a lot of shitty episodes between them. Oh man, 
Yeah, they have some great ones too, but there have been some ones where we're just like, "Who wrote this?" And then we look it up, and it's Butt Gang. And sometimes there'll be a bad episode that they didn't write, and we're like, "This has got to be a Butt Gang episode," and then it's not, and we're like, "Whoa!" Yeah. So I've thought about that because one of them, I think Mark Blutman, is on Twitter and is like a huge Nats fan and a wrestling Mm -hmm. fan, and I'm like, I could talk to this guy and maybe try to. And then I remember if he ever listens to our show, he's going to be like, "Fuck those guys." Yeah. Yeah. Oops, huge mistake. Uh, I mean, if I had known. Uh, so, Tanya, classroom or not? Are we? Oh wait, blurb me up. It's been a long time. That's true. Okay, so the blurb for season four, episode one, "You Can Go Home Again," is Corey is anxious to get home to see Patanga and Sean. Patanga. That's where Alden was reading me the blurb because I need glasses and can't see the TV, and he said Patanga. I built. <laughs> A chicken brooder. I walked like 30 miles today. Wow. I'm yeah. ex- I am as exhausted as you. Did you have to go I outside? I didn't say Patanga. Huh? Did you have to go you outside? Say to-, to walk? Yeah. yeah. Or you just around the house? I didn't know if it was like, no. a, like you had like a, you know, Fitbit or something. He's like, I just walked I around the house. Fit- okay. I do have a Fitbit. I also walked outside with my Fitbit. Yeah, she walks every Saturday morning with her mom. And then also my sister came over today. So they did like... They she did two walks down to the trail around our house and it's yeah. it's a like six mile walk. Man. Fully. Man. Yeah. Go for She's it. She's a walker. I'm a walker. Okay. You're a builder. Um so. I'm a I'm a builder. Well, no, I'm not, remember? No. Like, he's he not is even a builder now. and he built this. Um You are a builder now. So we start classroom or not, Tanya? Not. Where do we start? In the car. Which on car? the road. Eric's car. Eric's car. Eric I, is driving. I knew what kind of car that was when we first, when we wrote down, and then I didn't write it down. Anyway. Is it a Nova? Mm, no. I don't know why. It just screamed Nova. It looked like it had a Hemi in it. I don't know what it was. a white. It was an older vehicle. It looked like it was about to break down. It was down. a car. Yeah, it he was, was a driving car. a car. It didn't down the road. Car. Yeah, it had four wheels for sure. Yeah, maybe a trunk. I think there was a trunk on that car. It might have been a Nova. I, th- I have no idea. It could be, it, ha- it maybe had headlights, but I'm not sure. It might have been a Nova. Let's True. just say it was a Nova. So Eric's driving his maybe Nova. And Corey is talking, he's doing a voiceover, he's talking about how it's been, this is day 58 of his trip, he's talking into a tape recorder. To Topanga. Mm-hmm. Um, basically saying like, and I'm coming home to you tonight, can't wait to see you, blah, 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 and Eric grabs the recorder out of his hand. Because... Corey said something like, Eric is ornery uh, again. And Eric grabs the tape recording and is like, ornery, huh? Um, I, it's great to to be out on the road, Topanga. Here, listen to the road. And then throws the tape recorder out the window. Savage. At which Savage. point, Corey looks at him and is like, oh, no. And then grabs another tape recorder out of his pocket and is like, tape recorder 17. Yeah. <laughs> so they get into they get into a little argument about how topanga uh, or Corey is always seeing topanga everywhere and he's like the 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 what is it like the grains reminded me of your hair and eric is like everything reminds you of topanga and he's like no it doesn't and then they say things like i don't remember some of the stuff that they saw uh the um Mount I Rushmore know the, was one of them. Yeah, the end yeah. one was Mount Rushmore. He's yeah. like, look at the lips on Teddy, Teddy Roosevelt. Roosevelt. Yeah. 
Oh, man. Which, I don't know. Maybe. Um, I can see it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they, they make it clear that they're three hours from home, and Eric is trying to... Um, Prolong the trip. Yeah. And... Um, Corey's like, why do you keep stalling? Like, I don't understand. I just want to get home to my friends. Like, they expect me to be home. I sent Topanga a tape already that said that we would be home tonight. And Eric's like, oh, look, look at that sign. It says the the biggest yogurt cup ever. In Pottstown. Pottstown. Mm-hmm. And squeals off onto the exit to go see the giant yogurt cup. And Corey's mad. Apparently, Pottstown's a real place. I, I- <gasps> I saw that in the wiki, the wiki, the Boy Meets World wiki. Does it have a giant cup yeah. of yogurt? With a big plastic pink spoon? I don't think so. No? Because like in no. the comments, somebody was like, Pottstown's not really like that. <laughs> wow. If it was though, we would have to go visit it and take pictures by the pink spoon. And oh. Dan, you would have to go with us. <laughs> you guys are a the lot closer. That you but I would definitely try <laughs> to make true. my way out there for sure. My also though, speaking of the comments on the wiki... I none of this matters to the episode at all, but I saw the wildest ad on the comment section because you know, like in the comments comment section, you always see like I made four hundred dollars working from home today. This one said, "I'm so glad I got the spell. Now my man is finally back. Reach out to blah 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 to get a spell to put someone you love under the spell, and they'll never leave you either." Stay tuned for wow. next episode when we try this out, because I I want to find a spell. Because it's like the Boy Meets World wiki, like no one's policing that. So the only reply to that, there was a, a person who always replies on all of the episodes, and he said, what does this have to do with the episode? <laughs> <laughs> so it was just an ad? Yeah. Now, if you guys do try this out, you know, like, let me know how it works. Like okay. 30 years You'll down the road. Listen- you'll have to listen to our show to find out that's the trick we're gonna trick you into listening well until one of you leaves each other i mean god forbid (laughs) you'll you'll never know if it doesn't work it's just like that that thing worked really well or man that thing was bs that's garbage we have to stay together for the chickens now so that's fair that's yeah (laughs) oh man the chickens anyway anyway so air uh Eric or Corey says something about being out of clean underwear and Eric says I've been out for a week what who cares and Corey says yeah he's like I'm sitting pretty and Corey's like well yeah like but I'm also out of clean pants and Eric looks down and is like ah <laughs> that was so accurate <laughs> that was that was exactly what it sounded like too. oh my gosh so uh they swerve off the road they go to the giant yogurt cup eric is looking at the giant yogurt cup Corey walks over wearing sweatpants and he's like look look you got me wearing yogurt pants which means did he walk into the gift shop <laughs> naked right that's what i was trying to figure out man like how does I that thought, work does he I have just underwear that eric went and got no oh jeez. I figured that Eric went and got him the pants, brought them to the car, and Corey put them on, and then Corey got out of the car. Did you see Eric at all in this episode being a good brother? Like No, but we've talked about this. We don't. Right. Mm. That's sad. Anyway. He's not. Anyway. <laughs> so they um they spent a whole bunch of time talking about the yogurt cup and how, how Eric is stalling. Um, and how Corey wants to get home and Eric is just like, here, take a picture by the giant spoon, which now I want to do. 
Dan, have you ever like been to like one of those like the largest blah 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 in blah blah blah? I'm trying to think. It's if I have, it was probably like a ball of twine or something like that. It was. I've never went and actually sought out the largest anything. (laughs) So, no, no, (laughs) no, I can't say that I have. Um, I've never seen the largest anything. Now I feel really pathetic. And I mean, I haven't either, though. I don't think anyone really does. But now I want to. Right. But now we're all quarantined. I'm never going to see the largest anything. That's true. Oh, my goodness. Now we need to set up like a, a Zoom party or something where we just watch documentaries about like the largest ball of twine so that we feel like we actually went there together. That's true. Yeah, you know, I think it may be a rocking chair one time. Maybe. Oh, Ooh. was that at a Cracker Barrel? <laughs> that was just multiple <laughs> Cracker Barrel. Yeah. No. They're just all oh. stacked on top of each other. <laughs> yeah, now I'm really disappointed in myself. Bucket list. I don't. I, you always see this in TV shows, though. I don't think any town has ever been kept afloat by their giant slice of pizza or whatever. No. Well, no. That, that would rot. Well, Good point. Yeah, that's true. Yogurt wouldn't. Anyway. It, no, it was the cup. It wasn't the yogurt <laughs> in it. So it's just a bucket. <laughs> yes, it's a giant bucket. Yeah. Largest receptacle. In Colorado, at the Denver airport... They have that place is nuts. <laughs> the place is nuts. They have these demon horses outside. I've seen of them. the Denver airport. That's the closest I have gotten to seeing the largest ball of twine, because like people talk about those demon horses all the time. Right. And I'm like I've seen them. I've landed at the Denver airport. It's the first thing you see. It's terrifying. It's like welcome to Denver. You're going to hell. Yeah, they're huge. <laughs> Don't they have like red eyes or something like yes, that? Yes, yeah, they're I, demon I, horses. And I think someone died making them. Yeah, actually. The guy who was, like, making them, one of the statues fell on him and he died. Uh, and then his son decided to finish them in his father's honor. And then painted their eyes red. <laughs> it yeah. was like... And gave him big old balls. <laughs> I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do, man. So. Those, those demon horses are my ball of twine. Okay. Well, I've seen those. <laughs> All right. Well, then... Check that off our bucket yeah, list. Yep. We can we can we can do a zoom. We later. can move on and talk <laughs> about Boy Meets World. Yeah. Oh man! All right, so, so we go back to the Matthews house for the first time this episode. We go to the kitchen. Um, we go to the living room. Oh jeez! Where we right? We see Amy and Alan. Yeah, it's the kitchen. They they, they just came down the steps. I don't. That's whatever. I wrote kitchen. That's all I know is I wrote kitchen. I believe it was the living room. Amy and Alan are. At the bottom of the steps, Alan is putting Amy's jacket on her, and she's like, I'm so proud to be married to, like, the, the grocer of the year. Yeah. And they kiss him. Gonna and get the grossy award. And he's not enthused at all. Like, he's definitely in a funk. And she's just like, I'm so proud of you, and blah, blah, blah. And he was like, I'm not a builder, though. So... <laughs> <laughs> wow Uh, life imitates art you know what i mean yes it does uh but so they're getting ready to go to this award ceremony and in comes in bus kramer sean Sean and topanga topanga she can be topanga again let's let's treat her nicely for the rest of the episode somebody just got tired of the joke i mean i think everyone (laughs) would at this point (laughs) All right. Yeah, whoever, so, yeah, they, whoever tunes in for this first episode is going to be like, man, like this is what the podcast is? They can't even get the names right. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I mean, I don't think anyone who tunes into our episodes really do it for like the accuracy. <laughs> That's true. Fair. Um, so yeah, they go in, they get, they break in the house all excited um, because T- Corey is supposed to be home. Topanga's ready to see him. Sean uh, wants a bath. Wants a bath because there's some seepage issues at the trailer park. And um, uh, Alan is very pissed off about Sean being there as as he tends to be. Uh, he talks about how Sean needs to take a bath at his own house or whatever. Um, he he says something about, like, you know my policy about Corey's friends taking baths at my house? They don't. Um, Just and Alan while he's being really cranky with Sean, Sean's like, wow, you're, you're, you really are in a bad mood still. And he's like, what are you talking about? And while Sean is talking, he picks up, like, a bowl of nuts or something off of the table and starts eating them. And Sean's like... I mean, when we were at your grocery store the other day, you got mad at me and my dad for eating the samples. And Alan's just like, you brought your own toothpicks and started eating our steak and chicken. Mm. (laughs) Was it cooked, though? It was just cooked steak and chicken? I guess. At the grocery store? That, or they got um, E. coli. Mm. Yeah. You can eat raw meat, technically. I mean, like... I mean... In small doses. Yeah. Well, it was a toothpick, so it's got to be... You know, somewhat small. They're just picking up the whole steak <laughs> yeah, with yeah. their toothpick and biting yeah, into 12 it. Twelve hours of ribeye sitting on a toothpick. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, they go. We we cut back to the yogurt's place. I guess it's like a gift shop, but also a restaurant and like also a diner, kind of a hotel. I guess um, yeah, it's like Cracker Barrel. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but Eric is talking to this girl. He's chatting up this like Southern girl in Pennsylvania. And what was her name? Like Ingrid or something? I want to say it was like Lynn. No, not Linda. It wasn't Linda. It might have been, been Ingrid. It was, it was Irene, I think. Oh, it was Irene. Yes. Good job. I'm on it, boy. Dan's seen one episode of our show. And or he's the better show. at this than we are. <laughs> and he's better at this. Irene. Uh, so. I will laugh so hard if her name was not Irene. <laughs> Gosh, yeah. maybe it's not. Now I'm freaking out. It starts with an I. Let's just go with that. Yeah. Um, so iGirl is talking to Eric and she's all like, I just love, you know, you're such a, you're a guy from a big city. Uh, and they're three hours away from Philly. Yeah. She's very country for being that in just like a part of Pennsylvania. But I mean, she's from a small town. So if you're from a small town, then you're country, no matter where you are. true. I live in Kansas city. So, I mean, you go 30 minutes to the West and you're in oil country, basically. (laughs) <laughs> it's it's pretty much uh, desolation. <laughs> the rest of the state. Is that where There Will Be Blood was filmed? Uh, it should have been if it wasn't. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I never saw that movie. I don't get it. Um, that movie's so good. So anyway, Corey gets upset with Eric some more about not leaving. Um, so he goes outside to see the parade. The, the Parade of Sprinkles. Parade of Sprinkles. And he yeah. says, like, everybody else is wearing goggles. Why? And then everybody gets sprayed with sprinkles. I genuinely am into this place. You want to go? Yes. I really, like, I want to see the giant cup, the yogurt cup. I want to take a picture with the spoon. And I definitely, definitely want to be at the Parade of Sprinkles. It's not real. I want it to be. Well, who puts sprinkles on yogurt? Right? Yeah. Um, I mean, like, you've never like- gotten a... You've never gotten one of those Yoplait yogurts that has the sprinkles in the top part and you put them in yourself? No, he's that was an adult. granola. 
They have granola. They have little like Oreo cookie crumbles that you can put in there. They have um, like little M&Ms that are like teeny tiny mini M&Ms that are like chocolate in the middle and candy coating on the outside, but they're tiny. Those have flavor. Sprinkles don't have flavor. They have sprinkles too. Mm. Mm. Um, Okay, so those people do. (laughs) Can you imagine the amount of money that this town is spending on their just sprinkle parade yeah okay so i need you to figure out how much money it would cost because my birthday is week after next and i would really like a sprinkle parade (laughs) for my birthday i mean okay head to costco i'm sure they got them in giant boxes yep yeah it might be i'm gonna do it she's gonna be pissed (laughs) there's gonna be sprinkles all over the house yep (laughs) <laughs> just, I'm not even cleaning up. Just go straight to I'm, bed. Just be like, hey, yeah. <laughs> here's your parade. Like, uh, Happy birthday. Yeah. I'm going to use the Tupperware that the chicks were living in and just fill it with sprinkles and oh. throw it at her. I'm going to cool. get, get sick. Yeah. I'm actually excited. <laughs> um, so oh now, oh my Lord. <laughs> where's the number to get that spell? Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a hotmail address. <laughs> oh, man. It's got to um, be good. Yeah, so now we go back to the Matthews kitchen, um, or the living, living room, room, where Amy and Alan are coming home from the gross gross grossies. Yeah, the grossies awards, grossie awards. It's a very difficult thing to say because grocery has that sh sound. Grossie has a s s sound. Now so you've taught everybody how s's sound, but it's both c. So we're going, they're back from the grocery. The English award. language, huh? <laughs> oh, it man. is ridiculous. Um, so we're back from the grocery awards and Amy's just like, look at your trophy. This is so exciting. Oh my goodness. I'm going to put it on the mantle. And she's like making a big deal about it. And he's like moping on the couch. He's very sad. He's very sad. And she's just like, what is going on with you? Like, do you want to talk about it? And he's just like, I, like my greatest achievement is that I got, a grossy award at 42 years old like that's dumb he's very upset and he talks about how when he just started as a uh, bagger and then just never left because he kept getting promoted and and uh, he's you know too old now to do anything different and then sean comes down the steps because he's like i just want to go take a bath and then sean walks down the steps wearing a robe and And he's he's like you don't want to go in there it's gross and then Alan says, hey, give me my robe back. And then Sean says, what? I'm naked under here. And 9,000 girls in the audience go, woo. And it was the most uncomfortable thing in the world. <laughs> oh, man. Because they're wooing over a naked 16-year-old boy. Yeah. And I got very uncomfortable. I would also like to point out that I can see Alden's notes. And he wrote the word... <laughs> Clanked instead of <laughs> naked. It says clanked under there. I was very tired, and it doesn't say clanked. It was just a bad it line. It looks like clanked. A line went awry. <laughs> anyway, uh, so now we're in the hotel room. We're in the hotel room that is above the yogurt shop diner. Diner. Cracker Barrel. Yeah. Cracker Barrel. <laughs> It's uh, not a cracker barrel. It's a yogurt barrel. Okay. Car- uh, Corey's wearing yogurt glasses, like with yogurt spoons all over it. He's mad at Eric some more. Eric turns on the vibrating bed and he's like, are you happy now? And Corey says, kind of. Um, and it, Corey tells Eric that he's just been so supportive of over him this whole trip. No, you haven't, Corey. 
But Tanya gets very defensive over the middle child, Corey. We haven't um, seen them this whole trip. Just because he true. was upset with him at the end when they were supposed to be going home doesn't mean that he hasn't been supportive the whole rest of the way. That's true. And Eric was being ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but Eric says he's not ready to go back home. And Corey says, well, I am. Like, I have a girlfriend and a best friend and school and family. Like, I have a life back home. And Eric goes, yeah, I don't. Must be nice. Um, which honestly like fair enough like it's got to be hard for him to really he has nothing like he was saying like his friends went off to college like he doesn't have anything there anymore and then like okay cool his family is still there but at that age like he doesn't want to be with them he wants to be doing all of the grown-up things that his friends are doing and he is missing out on that yeah and dan i kind of like i thought you weren't gonna be up to speed here but how how up to speed did they get you because you didn't watch the episode that ended season three no uh not very uh (laughs) it just kind of started off with them in the car and him talking into the thing so how old is his brother then 18 or 19 he just graduated oh, so he, high school. he just graduated yeah, he just graduated he okay. thought he was going to get into college and he didn't make it because he because of his grades i mean you can get into like a community college for you know he didn't want to go to community college he wanted to go oh, away he, yeah, he wanted okay. to go away to college and he got a million letters of Rejecting. denial yeah. really yes so he went on this like big how, road trip like a big dumb dumb baby man what, what, what how how I don't understand. He was very dumb. How do you get to that? There are plenty of people that do not get into out-of-state colleges. Oh, he was going out-of-state. It's like anybody can get into a state college, right? I mean, maybe, but there might be people that can't, that can just go and... Well, if you got all Fs. So, uh, what they kind of told over the last few seasons is he got, Uh, like, all Fs for, like, three years, and then halfway through his senior year, year, he was like, I'm going to try really hard, and then he got A's and stuff. But he thought that because he did that for half the year, he was going to get into college. Okay. He was trying for Yale. All right, so now, he see. Oh, <laughs> all right. So <laughs> what? <laughs> so okay. You know, he seems like a pretty smart dude. You know, I mean, relatively, he doesn't seem like he's like just running into walls and stuff. I mean, he's, all right. <laughs> well, when you say that, <laughs> oh, man. I mean, they they write him very differently every episode. Because some episodes he is smart and just kind of like goofy. And some episodes he staples his hand to the wall because he didn't realize it wasn't paper. Okay. Now we're getting somewhere. Some of the writers realize that he is like intelligent on a certain level, just not on like a school level. And then some people are just like, well, I guess if he doesn't get all A's all the time, it also means that he just falls down the stairs and like walks into walls or like gets his arms stuck in the pantry or whatever. Like, fantastic. I, like, so I think like, there literally was a point in an episode where he walked into a wall. And I don't, I don't know that for sure, but it sounds right. Right. Okay. Well, I mean, well, so yeah. It, I mean, but we call it the dumbening because he starts out as like, he's not. A genius but you can tell like he's intelligent and he's kind of cunning and then all of a sudden right. they're like he gradually just gets dumb yeah well he seems like you know a guy you know just everything that he went through in just this episode just watching you know like how his thought process worked i was just like okay yeah you know this kind of makes sense mm-hmm. you know if you got nothing waiting for you back home you got this you know girl who really seems to be india yeah in, in a small little town where you basically can like he said, got to be king. Doesn't sound so bad, you know. Right. So I, I didn't think he was that way 
So I guess it, it really know, depends. Yeah, it depends on the show and the episode. Yeah, and I thought it depended on the writer, but these writers, Butt Gang has definitely written him like an idiot mm-hmm. plenty of times. Oh, Butt Gang. Oh, but Butt Gang doesn't tend to know their characters very well. Yeah, they like, just kind of go, what would be, what would make sense for this episode? I don't know. I guess he's smart this time. Yeah, other writers take into account, like, the different character traits that have been developed we're over n- the course of four seasons. We're never getting them on this show. Um, <laughs> never. We're also never going to finish this episode. That's true. So. <laughs> All right. So we're halfway through. We go to the hotel, back to the hotel. Eric has come back from his like date or whatever. Right. And he says that he's not going home. Just flat out. Like, you can take a bus, Corey. I'm not going home. I'm staying here. Um, everything I need is here. The people that I had back home are gone. And the people here like me and they think I'm smart. And Corey says, I'm not taking the bus. I'm taking the car and grabs the keys. And I was like, oh, my gosh, did we miss him getting his license? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nope, we didn't. No, he was just going to drive. Because he gets chased down into the diner where Erica's like, okay, Corey, let me check the keys and just make sure you have the right one. And Corey hands them to me. He's like, you're so dumb. Yeah. So Eric outsmarts him. Yeah. yeah he's cunning. It wasn't even that hard. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Um, so Corey's leaving anyway. He's like, fine, I'll just, I'll just find somebody who will take me. I'm going to go be a hitchhiker. And then Corey says, he does the Braveheart thing. He does, you can take my keys, but you can't take my freedom, which I guess Braveheart was a big deal. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 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 Oh gosh. Um, and I guess Braveheart was big at this point. Yeah, I think that was was like the big thing then. Yeah, so they brought up Forrest Gump last season because mm-hmm. that was the big movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Corey walks out and the girl, uh, Irene, Ingrid, I don't know. I don't know any other I names. Um, Isaac, she says, <laughs> she, like, she, she says that Corey won't find anybody to pick him up because everyone's there in the, in the diner right now. And she starts talking to Eric about how he's different than any other guy she's ever met. And he's just amazing. And he looks at her in the eyes for the once. And all of the things that he feels like insecure about, about his smarts and the way that he, you know, doesn't have a girlfriend or anything like that. Every single thing that he feels insecure about, she validates the opposite for him. He, she's like, you're so smart and you're so sweet and you're so kind. Like she tells him all of these great things about himself. Of course he wants to stay. Oh yeah. Yeah. That makes she, sense. It, and it did make sense. Like I kind of empathized with him mm-hmm. and thought like, I might too, if I was him in this oh, situation. I would for sure. I would have just, for sure. Just for the sprinkles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> they, they have my number already. I'd be at the sprinkle parade every day. The sprinkles and Isaac. Um, <laughs> so now we go back to the Matthews backyard. It's nighttime. Um, Amy and Alan are sitting out on their chair, just staring up at the sky. And Amy's like, uh, are you going to talk to me now? And he says, yep, I blame you. Which, oh my God, fuck you, Alan. <laughs> I was so, I'm so mad about this. I figured she would be. And I I mean, it really? sucked. It was such a dumb thing to say. As, I blame you. This is your as fault. As a husband and as a father, like I am a wife and a mother. Like I have had to do jobs that take so much of my life, but I do it for my family. So like to look at 
his wife and say, like, I blame you because I'm miserable, like, that would be it. I'd be like, okay, fine. I make you unhappy. I make you miserable. Like, I'm the reason why. Not if I get that spell. That's right. (laughs) Like, I'm out of here. That was terrible. Yeah, it was bad. Like, if you said that to me, it would also be terrible. Yes, I was going to ask you about that. Like, like if there was any time where you were like, what's wrong? And I was just like, honestly, I blame you. The reason why I'm upset is because <laughs> if you were you're ups- not a builder. If you were upset because of me, that's fine. But to say, like, your entire life has sucked because of you, like, that, right. that's bad. That it's terrible. No, that was terrible. Uh, but he basically says, I only got this job to take care of you and the kids, and I never left because I couldn't because of you guys. Uh, and all I am now is a grocer. And she says, that's not all you are. You're also a dad and a father mm-hmm. and I don't know, whatever. A great, yeah. great person. Um, um, and then George, because he's George right now. George Feeney comes out of his house um, and he's kind of stands in his backyard. And then he like walks through the gate, which I didn't know there was a gate between their houses because normally the kids just jump over the fence. And he, like, looks up at the sky, like, all confused. Like, what the hell are these people looking? Oh, he actually says that. He sits down with them. He cuddles up next to them. Like, Amy is genuinely, like, snuggled up next to Mr. Feeney. Uh, It's so cute. And he says, "Mm, what the hell are we looking at? And, um, And they basically say, like, you've been listening, haven't you? And he's like, yes. Well, because they say... George, or Alan says, George, have you ever had a job that you hated? Like, did you, have you ever felt terrible about your life or whatever? And Mr. Feeney says, um, only that job that I had as a bag boy at the supermarket. (laughs) Fantastic. (laughs) It was very good. And Amy says, you've been listening, haven't you? And then what happens? I don't remember. I can't find my notes. All of a sudden, I'm like, I want to make sure that Dan can talk. (laughs) Because I feel like we're talking... No, I'm I'm, I'm I'm enjoying this because yeah, I mean here, here's the thing. You, you know? could enjoy this every week by listening to us, all just right. like throwing that Gosh. out there. All right, <laughs> I, I really blame Alden for it, but that's beside <laughs> <laughs> the point. No, I mean I, it, this this is like you guys from everything I've heard about the show, right? So Mr. Feeney's like this, this huge thing. So mm-hmm. this is like the, my first real glimpse of him and him like talking, and I was just like, okay, so this guy's a teacher. Thought he was a principal. Maybe he's both. He's both. He's both. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. And, <laughs> and he's their neighbor. <laughs> yeah. The only thing that was going through my mind was like, who? I mean, I know it's the '90s, but those clothes are rough. Like, I don't know if it was just like his pants, like pulled up like halfway up his body. He's elderly. I understand. It doesn't mean you have to be without fashion. It's, it's, <laughs> he's, he's definitely without fashion, though. Like, yeah, that's yeah. What but that might have been like, yeah, in '96. You know, that might have been the thing well no he wasn't ever cool he was never there he he talks about that we like we learn a lot about his early life and he was always like the nerdy kid and um nobody ever liked him and and uh like even his dad didn't like him but like he has this relationship with his students and his students like i mean he's hard on them but he's always giving them like really wise words and and he's just really really good at what he does like encouraging them and influencing them to learn yeah he's almost always fantastic and like even in this episode so they go on to talk about um they ask him if he ever has a hard time getting up in the morning he goes no i i teach i you know it'd be easy for me to say that 
you know, this, the children's smiling faces get me up every day. But no, I teach because I love it. I enjoy it. I, I get up every morning and I'm excited to teach. Um, and Alan says, what are you going to do if that ever stops being fun? And he says, well, then I would have to look to my family and my friends and for support to find something new because I would want to be doing something I love. Um, and uh, Alan goes, oh, thanks, George. You taught me something. And he goes, and I loved it. <laughs> and it was, I thought it was sweet. I thought it was, it was touching. It was so sweet. I loved it. Yeah, it was kind of like that pivotal point of the episode, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah, it was really good. I mean, and- it was... My first Feeny. Your first yeah, Feeny. First, Dan's first Feeny. Yep, um, first Feeny. <laughs> but he he normally is giving that advice to the kids. So, like, to have him this episode turn on and, and use that to further Alan and Amy was sweet. I, I do also get the feeling that, like, Feeny and Amy have a very, like, close, almost, like, father-daughter relationship. It's mm. not shown very much. But when it is, like, her comfort level with him and stuff is a very, like, father-daughter comfort level. Like, it wasn't weird for her that he came and sat that close. Like, right. um, back last season when he came over and brought the key, like, she, like, threw her arms around him. And it was not, like, a weird, like, okay, like, I like my neighbor, it's fine. Like, it was a very, like, father-daughter sort of... um moment between them and i i like seeing how subtle it is yeah but now we go away from the the everything we're on the side of the road we're on the side of the road in my pennsylvania part of the show it, it was it was <laughs> it my was. favorite part too oh my gosh uh cory it was very like i don't know it's very south park um it was dan do you want to tell us about this part <laughs> this is where he was walking on the side of the road and freaking dick van patten shows up from eight is enough and that's who that was yeah he was also in Spaceballs as the king you know it was it was it was like when i saw him i was like is that no (laughs) yeah it is like it was like it was in so i looked it up to make sure it was him only episode he ever did really spoilers for whatever season's coming that you haven't done yet but yeah, well, obviously, just, this is yeah. season four, episode one, so we've got yeah. all of the seasons after this. Right, yeah. yeah sorry, he doesn't show back up. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was awesome, man. He, I can't remember what he said. He's like, well, I'm going to that farmhouse up there. Well, it's like, do you need a, you need a ride? Over. Right, yeah. I can and Corey's like, I'm going to Philadelphia. Yeah. And he's like, well, mm-hmm. I'm going to that farmhouse over there. Yeah. Corey's like, well, I'm going to Philly. And he's like, well, I can take you as far as... That farmhouse over there. It was so good. (laughs) It was very Uh, good. And Corey's like, I'm going to find somebody else then. And he goes, okay, well, if you need me, I'll be at that farmhouse over there. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That was it. Then he, like, all of a sudden appears back at the... Well, we go uh, back to the diner. Right, yeah. That, yeah. that's, that confused the heck out of me. Cause well, <laughs> I don't think he got very far from the diner. Like He yeah, was just he hanging out have. outside of the diner when the guy came in the with the horse and buggy. Did we point out that he was in a buggy? Oh, yeah. He was Amish. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, he, said, he said, you know, who am I going to find? You know, who's going to give me a ride at this time of night in the middle of Pennsylvania? Yeah. And the Amish guy pulls up. Fantastic. Um, but, yeah, I don't think Corey tried very. I think he probably just, like, 
what he was you know when you're a kid and you're like well i'm gonna run away and then you get as far as like two blocks down the road and you're like i'm going back home (laughs) i think that's about what happened with Corey. how many times did you do that as a kid i did a few times and no one ever noticed um (laughs) (laughs) i think i stayed out in the woods one day for like four hours and i was like i bet they'd notice now and i went back home and nobody said anything did you ever run away dan um gosh i'd have to think i i probably about the same thing i probably made it to like the end of the road and I was, <laughs> it was more like i'm so angry right now because of something ridiculous like i didn't yeah. get something that i wanted or you know throwing a fit and then that was it and i'd be right back i was like nobody he's got chocolate peanut butter ice cream so <laughs> get back home it's yeah. crazy what am i doing here i got my <laughs> So now we're back at the diner. Back at the diner. Eric is eating pea hotel. soup. Yeah, pea with soup. With all of Irene's friends. Yes. Yes. Um, and he's like, this is the best pea soup ever. It was Irene. And um, Irene says... I wrote it down. Oh, good job. <laughs> like on page three. So didn't help me at the beginning of the show. <laughs> um, Irene says, well... Everyone comes for the soup, but they stay forever for the pie. And she sits pie down in front of him. And I went, mmm. She, she did. And he goes, mmm, this is great. What kind of what kind is this? And the old guy goes, it's pie. And mm. after she says that they stay forever for the pie, this other old guy on the other side of Eric is like, I was three hours away from home when I got here. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and they talk about how like they're about to shut down because the the new highway came in. <laughs> like they're only three hours away from Philly, but the new highway came in and no one stops by the town anymore. Um, and Eric is like, well, um, he he basically describes to them billboards and well, says they could put up billboards and that would bring people to the town. And they're just like, you're a genius. Oh my gosh. So he comes up with a marketing strategy for them and they're just like, you are God. They're like, we're so lucky to have a city boy around here. <laughs> <laughs> See, I know they're either validating his, you know, his existence. Yeah, yeah. I you know, would so want to stay too. Yeah, plus the pie. So then plus Corey the comes in. Mm-hmm. Um, and Corey's just like, all right. This is it. Like, we've got to go home. And Eric's like, I'm not going. Like, I've got Irene, and I've got all of these people around me that like me. Like, the guys, they love me. He says, like, I I could be king here. Yes. And Corey goes, oh, I'm just so proud. I'm sure mom and dad will be proud, too. I'm so proud. I'm the prince of Sprinkletown. <laughs> <laughs> and I, like, I want to be the prince of Sprinkletown. I know I would you do. stay there. I know you do, champ. And so Corey's like, let me just go call mom and dad and tell them that you're the king now. And he actually gets on the payphone. Mm-hmm. And Eric goes back and he's still talking to like his new uh, fan club and stuff. And then Alan walks in after Corey tries the pie yeah. and decides that Corey is also staying because of the pie. He's like, so uh, are there any um, employment opportunities for someone <laughs> like me? And he tells Alan not to eat the pie because you'll never leave. Right. He's like, don't eat the pie. So Alan goes over to Eric and starts yelling at him in front of everybody. And Eric is like, not in front of the guys and Irene. And they go off to talk in private. Um, Which was one booth over. Yeah. Yeah, it was right next to him. Like, <laughs> I thought they were going to go outside. And then they just like walked one step and slid into a booth. It, it was very much like Eric's 18 or 19 at this point. I think still 18 probably, but whatever. And Alan is talking to him like he's 
13. Yes, it very much. And it was, He's like, you are going to follow me home, young man. Yeah. I, yeah. I would expect that way more from Amy, who treats all of the kids like they're still her children. Mm. Alan generally is just like, well, I mean, you're dating a 50-year-old now, so have fun. Here's the car keys. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was odd, um, but through their conversation, he basically is... Alan talks Eric through, and while talking Eric through, also is talking himself through his own issues. How it's and too late to change. Um, you know, I don't. I don't even know who I am. I don't want to be stuck. And and Eric is like, you wouldn't understand any of this. And Alan's like, oh, I understand better than you think. Um, he says he talks about how it's easy to find a place that's comfortable and stay there. Um, you, you never leave, but you never really love it. And then all, then you realize all of a sudden, all you've done is, Tanya's yawning into the microphone while I talk. I yawned into my hand. Uh, and <laughs> he says, then you realize all you've done is settle. And Eric is like, yeah, well, I don't know what I would even go home to. And Alan says, to the support of your family and friends. Full circle. Full circle. There it is. He finied Eric. And... Then, like, Corey comes over and, um, you know, Eric's like, I don't know how you just did that. And Corey's like, because he's dad. And Alan's just like, yeah, yeah, I am a dad. (laughs) (laughs) He's got an 18-year-old kid. He's like, oh, my gosh, I'm a dad. (laughs) I'm not just a grocer. I've had kids for 18 years. That's what what he say, like. I'm, that's what I mostly am, or something. But that's like what that. I mostly yeah. am. Yeah. yeah. It still sounded kind of like grudging. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Mostly. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Still got <laughs> he, liked, groceries. he liked being yeah. a dad as much as he liked being a grocer. <laughs> he never oh, got man. a trophy for being a dad. All right. So now we go to the post-credit scene, um, and uh, we're back in the Matthews kitchen. She gets very mad when I say post-credits. It's during the credits. Um, it's not post-credits. It's a cute bit we do, where she hates me when I do it. Um, Morgan comes downstairs. Morgan is like a teenager now. She is. She's old. She talks about the blueberry pancakes. She asks Topanga if she's going to kiss Corey as soon as she sees him. And Topanga says, I can't talk about that. And Corey says, just between... I mean, not Corey. Morgan. Morgan says, just between us ladies... And Topanga's like right on the lips. And Sean starts talking about how she, he's not even going to pay attention to you. I'm his best friend. He hasn't seen me in months. Um, and then mm. Corey comes down the steps and Sean's just like, Corey! And like has his arms out. And Corey comes down the stairs. And he's got his arms out. And then he like goes, he ducks under Sean's arms and grabs Topanga. And they just start making out. But while they're making out, like Sean's asking questions and Corey's answering them. And it was very funny. Yeah, Sean is like, you, I'm right here, Corey. And we're best friends, right? And Corey's like, lots of stories to tell. And he's like, yeah. So they have a whole conversation while he's also making out with Topanga. Yep. In front of his mom, right? Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that was like sister. super weird. Yeah. Like, if I would have done that at that age, I mean, I, my dad would have smacked me upside the top. He would have just been like, what are you doing? Amy you know, is a very just, progressive yeah. mother. She's just like, you want to yeah, make out? At least you're doing it in my kitchen, and I know it can't get any further. If you're going to drink, drink the wine here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess I've heard that before. Yeah. I mean, there's a yeah. lot of parents like that. I think it's that's yeah, pretty sure. normal. So yeah. my mom, we talked about it a couple weeks ago. My mom covered up Tanya's hickeys when she was in high school. <laughs> so it wasn't oh, my hickeys. Awesome. I, didn't, I didn't give them to her. 
we didn't know each other at that point, but she saw my mom with hickeys on her. And my no, mom No, no, your mom didn't have hickeys on her. <laughs> yeah, that sounded really weird. <laughs> oh, our, our listeners have episode. heard this already but yeah. his mom caught me making out with my boyfriend and I had a giant hickey that went from like where my chin is down to like my clavicle bone it was gigantic and who does that? like to had... somebody <laughs> I think he was very territorial but anyway I so guess. like Alden's mom caught me and was like oh my gosh and like took me to her classroom and like covered up my hickey my point is, though, if I had done that to her, my mom would have smacked me. Oh, yeah. Instantaneously. My dad would have buried me. He would have been nuts. He <laughs> <laughs> would have been like, what are you doing? Like, go downstairs or something. You know, <laughs> don't do that here. Yeah. All right. So, episode's over. Dan, normally I would turn to Tanya and, a- Tanya Tanya. and ask her what she thinks. I mean, you know, for never seeing the show... Yes. And just basically having, you know, the basic knowledge. I mean, I can see why people like this show, for sure. It's a little campy at times, but also it, it's got those, it's one of those shows that has those lessons, you mm-hmm. know, that, you know, I mean, because I can kind of see myself in, in, uh, what's his, what's his dad's name? His Alan. Alan, yeah his, yeah. his position, some, you know, at least back in the day where you're just like, yeah, what, what the hell am I doing here? Mm-hmm. You know, and. You know, I just won this award for being a grocer or, you know, mowing a yard or whatever it is. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah it, it kind of resonated a little bit with me, which was kind of weird considering I've never the one episode I decided to pick out. Um, but I really enjoyed it, man. I mean, it was more fun just like <laughs> like seeing, like I'm watching this show right now. I never thought I'd ever watch this show. In my <laughs> life. You know? But, you know, and I and, and I it wasn't like I was just like, uh. Because not not one time. It was actually funny, you know. And then Dick Van Patten showed up. Yeah. And then it just kind of made everything that much better. Well, you lucked out so. for sure. Uh, there there have been episodes that have been just... I was hoping, honestly, that we were going to get just like a super bad shit episode for you to watch. <laughs> but this one was a good one. Like So, I mean, there have been lots of episodes over the course of our show that we have watched and like really found a, a message in it that was good for us as adults. Like sure. so many, they do that a lot. Um, and so many things that we've realized that we learned as kids that we took with us into adulthood that like we're fortunate to already have known, like instead of like, I guess people who didn't learn the lessons from boy meets world, like we'll sit there, especially Alden where he's just like, I thought, this way and I maybe I did this because I watched Boy Meets World because it's not un- like Corey does not think things through the way like your average teenage boy would like he it's he's different mm-hmm. so I can see that for sure um so we are always doing that we're, we're like this resonated with me or this like I felt empathy for this character because I've been in this situation before or I've watched my kids in this situation before I've watched other kids in this situation before um it is one of the things that's very special about this show but there are also episodes where we're like what the hell did we just watch there was nothing there right but this was a good one yeah yeah I think it was I mean I, I was, I, my, let me put this way, my expectations were really low, and I <laughs> came out of it like, man, this is actually not bad. Am I going to go watch 
all the seasons up to now? Probably yes. Not. No. But <laughs> if, if I do, it'll be with my wife for sure. Because mm. she loves the show. She's watched it so many times. Um, today, she had mentioned something about it. And I was just like, okay, I can't say anything. <laughs> because I want her to not know what I'm doing this, even though I didn't actually tell her what this podcast was about. And she's downstairs. So so she knows. Uh, no, 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 no. She doesn't know. Oh, okay. She doesn't know what, what she just knows I'm doing one. Oh, okay. So should be exciting. I will let you know how that turns out. I can't wait. I yeah, watch. She only like she hasn't listened in like three months, and she you just never find out. <laughs> it's like, yeah. She's not caught up. Like yeah. you'll find out around Christmas. She'll be like, "You were on an episode." <laughs> <laughs> She's. It's either. I mean, she listens to several podcasts. This being one of them, and then also watches a lot of uh, Turkish television shows still um yeah 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 i mean, I mean they're always making them i know yeah, but always. i didn't know that was like her thing i remember you it talking is, to me about that like two years yeah, ago no this is yeah i mean she will like the walls are very thin some you know, in some places here so there are times where she's just like laughing out loud and, I, and like these shows i've watched like parts of them that were like they're super serious and she'll be down there just like laughing <laughs> out i mean it's like loud She's so loud sometimes. Or then she'll just like giggle. And I'm like, what are you watching? <laughs> and that's, that's what it is. It's Turkish television. Or Boy Meets World. Yeah. It's just, she, she's, she's got kind of like a, between the podcast and, and TV shows, it kind of just kind of a circular thing where she just, you know, watches them over and over and over again. So mm-hmm. I, I'm, I know for a fact she still listens to this one. So okay, <laughs> she'll, she'll say something. So, Tanya, overall, like, how did you feel about this episode? I was really happy with it for a season opener. Like, I think it Mm. encompassed a lot of important things, and it took some of the, um, like, Topanga and Sean away, where, like, everything was so Sean-focused in the last season that it was nice to sort of take the focus away from Sean and put it back on Corey, put it on Eric, put it on their family again. It was so much more focused on their entire family again, which I love the most, is when it's about all of them. Yeah. So I loved the episode. Um, The jokes all hit, like, perfectly, which was really nice. I'll be in that farmhouse over there (laughs) oh that's perfect um yeah i feel like every episode of south park was just built on that joke (laughs) they saw that episode and they were like ah well you know i'm gonna make coffee you know what you children need coffee all right anyway that's for my south park podcast how did you feel about i kind of said like I thought it was great. I thought it was really fun to watch. There were there was a lot of meat there, and you could kind of empathize with Eric, even though he was learning mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, that he had a lot going for him back home, or at least that he could build a life still. Uh, I do feel I feel really bad for Irene. Yes, because yeah. he's like I'm staying, and she's like Yes, finally, someone that loves me is staying. And then he's like Oh, actually, my dad just came and he told me to go no. home. Yeah. My dad she took no. it pretty well, though. Yeah, yeah I mean, she, she just kind of like, yeah, I kind of figured that was going to happen. <laughs> Happens all the time. These she guys lives just into a my life town. of disappointment. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know how you can when you're in Sprinkle Land, but you know, <laughs> Sprinkle Land, Pennsylvania, <laughs> Sprinkle Land, Pottsville, Pottsville, <laughs> whatever. It's um, I mean, honestly, though, I also, as a parent, I would not have convinced my kid to come home. No, 
Like, if- I would have been like, do you? Like, have fun and hopefully you can support yourself because I'm not supporting you like financially for this. But if you can figure out how to make a living out here and you love being here, then do it. And then if it doesn't work out, then come home. Yeah. I agree. As a dad, I, it would have been like, hey, if this is making you happy, and I haven't seen you happy in weeks or months Years? or whatever, uh, just do do this then. Go go to Sprinkletown. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's where it's at. I'm going to build your chicken stuff. Just wear your goggles. <laughs> wear your goggles. Uh, um, anything else we want to add before we go? I don't think so. Dan? No, man. That was, that was super fun. I love This is actually pretty fun. I'll have to come back for like season eight. Yes, <laughs> episode one, and see what it's all about. Like, You'll be like, not watch anything has between. Changed. Just yeah. don't watch anything in between. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> where's, um, where's the Amish guy? I miss I miss talking to you so much. Oh man, I miss him talking to you so much. We chat on the app. I yeah, know it's not the same. It's not the same. Yeah, so I can't see you. I I watched Third Wheel every time you guys did it. I listened to your other podcast before that. Like, you two together, it's like my favorite thing in a podcast. So, like, this is wonderful. I have loved sitting here and being a part of it so much. Yeah, man. Now who's the third wheel? I am. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Looks like somebody's going to miss out on their vacation to Pottstown. (laughs) Whatever going. If anything ever opens again. Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, I, that's a lot closer to you, I think. But I'd like to just go there to see, like, certainly, like some they like they know about it, right? In Pottstown, they know. Like about you the would think top. that they would have like a sprinkle parade or something. <laughs> yeah, I think I'd do something. What I'm if there's just like this. one guy, like, is a huge fan, <laughs> and every yeah. morning he just throws a bucket of sprinkles out his window? Yeah, that'd be expensive after a while. <laughs> well, he probably if he throws them up, up and then he gets a shot vac out and like vacuums them all up and then just puts them back in the bucket. So at this point, eighty percent of what he's throwing out is dirt and like broken glass. And, like, <laughs> yeah, downstairs, he got a neighbor. He's like, dang it, Jim again. He's throwing out the sprinkles every single stupid morning. <laughs> oh man, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm all for it though. If there's anybody listening to our show, and we have plenty of listeners in pennsylvania if there's anybody listening that's in or around pottsville pennsylvania let us know you can find us on twitter at bmg and bmw yes tanya was about to say something else i was i need to know do they have the best pie do they have the best pea soup and is there a sprinkle parade those are the three things that anyone living around pottsville needs to tell me my guess is no no and one guy in a window yeah (laughs) They've got some pie. Yeah. <laughs> I have another question. For who? Them or me? You. Okay. Can we get pie? Yeah. Okay. No, no all the stores are closed. It's oh, 10 that's p.m. Right. Everything closes oh. at 4 o'clock oh. in the afternoon. And now. Aubrey's not here to make me pie. Yeah. We'll get pie tomorrow. Anyway. <laughs> you run a <Okay>. McDonald's. <laughs> uh, Dan, can anyone find you anywhere? No. no. Not okay. really. You can't no. find Dan anywhere. Yeah, He's you can watch missing. The, the Bitcast uh, Saturday at noon central so i don't know what that is eastern one o'clock well and then after that we can watch it yeah yeah, you can watch it on youtube under on youtube yeah that's about all i do i am if you have any passing interest in video games at all it's a fantastic show you can listen to dan talk about yakuza Mm -hmm. while our friend ains makes faces at him and ains tries to keep it very classy and organized and then dan starts talking about balls (laughs) yes (laughs) exactly 
uh, or other stuff. Yep, I got I got yelled at today again. <laughs> but that's all right. Yeah, I just got to be me. That's it. All right, so I think we're wrapping up. Um, all right, so we already did. You can find us on Twitter. Now you can find us. You can email us. At bmgmbmw at gmail.com. Or you can find us. On Facebook. Just type in Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World. But you can't find Dan anywhere. Just look for him on YouTube. Yep. Um, or find old episodes of Third Wheel Arcade. Which <laughs> is a delight. Yeah, okay? it's still It's fun. an absolute delight. Um, anyway, that's been us. This has been Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World Season 4, Episode 1. Class dismissed. <laughs>